Welcome to the Success Leaves Clues podcast with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that's different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Success Leaves Clues podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. Are you a small business owner who thinks they pay too much in taxes? We can help. Give us a call or book a meeting by clicking the link in the show notes to book a free financial consultation so you get a peace of mind about your financial future. We're also brought to you by ARIA Benefits. If you're a business or HR leader and you're needing a competitive employee benefits package to help you attract and retain that top talent, we can help. Check us out to build a customized benefits package that fits your business and budget. I'm your host, back again, Robin Bailey here with my co-host, Al, the fundraising machine. Al, how's your day going? I, well, I know what you're doing this weekend. You're out in the bike, but how is everything yeah. else going? My day is going great, and uh, as always, looking forward to it. And yes, I'll be on my bike, and I'm sure by the time this podcast gets released, we'll be out, finished August, but it's mid-August now, already exceeding my uh, goal for fundraising. So a big thanks to everyone who has helped out in that regard. And I'll continue on the bike this weekend and get in the goal for the kilometers. Yes, huge congrats. And again, thank you to everyone that has supported it because we did our part on the ARIA benefit side to share that out to our world on LinkedIn. So again, I'm pretty excited today because we're actually going across the pond with today's guest. And although it's morning for Al and I, it's afternoon for James. Our guest today is James Carrick. He is the International Senior Manager for Engage Health Group. Engage is a growing and ahead-of-the-curve firm, expanding their global presence, providing innovative solutions across the evolving global employee benefits market. Based in the UK, he has worked within the international benefit arena for 16 years. In his role, he has been responsible for the UK and Europe, for new business generation and acquisition of clients with overseas expatriates from 100 to 2,000 employees. James, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Robin and Al. Delighted to be with you today. We talked about in the bio, the evolving global employee benefits market. And that's how we Mm. met because I have found in the last couple of years that I was always dealing domestically. And then I don't know if it's because we've gone up higher end number of employees with the groups that we deal with or the world has shrunk. Maybe it's a combination of the two, but there's definitely a need. I've had to expand relationships into the US, certainly into the UK, across Europe. So that's how we met. And it's been very interesting to hear how benefits are handled in other parts of the world. It was interesting to meet your firm because we found we were very aligned in the way we do business, Mm. in the values, what we're trying to accomplish, delivering that wow experience for our clients. So it's certainly been fun getting to know you. But I thought where we'd Mm -hmm. start with today is maybe you can just start with telling us a little bit about your background and your experience within the benefits industry. Yeah, sure. Delighted to. So I've been in the international benefits arena for the last 16 years in senior distribution roles, large corporate sales. I was previously at Aetna International for seven years, where I headed up their large corporate proposition, selling into primarily the UK broker market within the European region. 
prior to that, I was with Aviva International as well. So I was responsible for spearheading their international team, primarily in the SME and large corporate market, setting up overseas relationships, reviewing products and propositions and expanding their portfolio. James, what did you do? Or if you're like me, this is the (laughs) only career I've ever been in, aside from doing background work in acting. And I can tell stories about that because that was a lot of fun. I played a police officer in Due South. I played a patient on side effects, but we're not going to talk about that today. Have you always been in the benefit space? I have. Unfortunately, I haven't had quite as an interesting background as you, Robin. Um, that's fascinating. I'd definitely like to catch up with you on another day about that over a coffee. I have just been in the international employee benefit space. I have been in there for some time. I enjoy what I do, which is why I've stayed in the industry. Part of the reason I've done that is because I enjoy you know, maintaining and growing relationships like we've done today and what we've done setting up our partnership. And yeah, it's just something I fell into after finishing college. Um, It's something that I've stayed in ever since. It's not something when you're going to school, you think, wow, I want to be in insurance one day. No, Um, (laughs) it definitely isn't. (laughs) Right. And especially the employee benefits market. But I said it way back when I first started, and I'll say it again today. I think the employee benefits market is one of the greatest spots in the insurance industry. Because again, you're dealing with professional people, you're making a difference in people's lives. And people might think, well, how are you doing that through benefits? And I mean, there's so many examples of someone becomes disabled and thank goodness they have that coverage or someone has a child that needs a specialty drug that otherwise we would be prohibitive to that person. So I always feel good about if I'm going to work hard and I'm going to work for you know 40 years, whatever it happens to be, mm-hmm. this is something that you can feel really good about. So I imagine you share that as well, but that's, I've always felt that this is one of the best kept secrets in the insurance industry. Absolutely. I think you're quite right. Well, first and foremost, everybody does need insurance. That will never change. It's an evolving market as well. It's exciting. It's dynamic. It's ever-changing. Part of what I really enjoy about my role is creating solutions for clients. It's challenging in many aspects as well. And no two days are ever the same. You have constantly updated on regulatory benefits. But more often than anything else, it's a sociable environment to be in. You make many new relationships, partnerships, friendships even. So it's definitely an industry that whilst I wouldn't have picked when I was at school, potentially, you know, you'd want to be a football player or cricketer or something like that or to travel. But it's certainly an industry that I'm enjoying. I've done for the past 16 years. I know Al wants to jump in here, but you just said something that resonates with me. It's funny, the friendship that you and I have built and we've never met. And then I look at Ed Lagonde, who is in the Mm. US, and I've never met Ed, it's only through virtual, but I would consider him a really good friend of mine. You know, Mm. so you're right, it's an industry where you can build some really good friendships, even if it's over the digital space. So no, I, I echo that. And that's one of the things I love most. And you know, you begin to build your network. It's really interesting when you do form these new partnerships or friendships, understanding other local markets, understanding other businesses, how they operate. And one of the key things I think that I joined Engage a year ago as a senior sales lead. And one of the things that resonated with me was that our network is organically grown. So we're not part of the Worldwide Broker Network or the WBN as it's known, we've organically sourced our own partnerships through speaking with the likes of our mutual friend, Robin Ed Lagonde. We hit it off with Araya Benefits. We've been able to do business together. And our clients 
a mirror image, in fact. So we know that if we hand over a client to Araya, um, they're going to be extremely well looked after and vice versa as well. And from that, you grow more relationships, you receive new opportunities, and yeah, you can continue to grow your existing book and exponentially grow. I was just going to say that you guys have talked about the benefits industry. The individual financial planning side of things, it's pretty good too. I just wanted to get that on the record. (laughs) (laughs) James, maybe you can talk a little bit about the company. And you touched on it a little bit there. Can you tell us a little bit more about Engage and maybe how they differ from some of the other companies that might be out there and what you guys can bring to the table? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that, well, firstly, to give you a bit of background on Engage Health Group, we started Incepted in 2016. One of the company directors, Nick Hale, set up the UK division specialising in UK benefits. My colleague or the other director, business owner, Ian Abbott, set up the international arm of the business in 2018. And we merged with a company called Hooray Health and Protection as well. So following that journey, we created Engage Health Group and Hooray Health and Protection. What I would say that is a unique selling point from us to the rest of the market is our consultancy approach. So as part of any sales journey, it's about listening. You can't jump to a solution straight away. We do a lot of listening, a lot of background research, a lot of fact finding to understand the client's needs. And then what we do from that is that we learn and understand and we then design and create potential solutions for our clients. We balance that with pricing efficiency and sustainability. So we would never look at the cheapest options in the marketplace, for instance. We would look at something that has long-term sustainability. We also do a lot of the hand-holding as well, so we manage our clients moving forward. So we're effectively an extension of their business, if you will. We effectively implement schemes for them. We provide clear communication throughout, and we're constantly reviewing and evaluating as well. So that's part of our proposition. And I guess what's unique about that is partnering with the likes of, as I've just previously mentioned, with Araya Benefits, Nielsen Benefits Group as well, who are now Narva Benefits. So we organically pick our own network. One size doesn't fit all. So whilst you, you're trying to create a holistic solution for the clients, invariably, there'll be very many different parts to it. But we bring that all together for our clients as well. So it's one solution, if you will. I'd say that another unique point that we've got as well is our UK and international team. It's as one. If you see other global intermediaries, you've got offices all over the globe. But because we're based in one central location, that gives us the ability to have cross-functional interests, cross-functional sales, cross-functional clients, in fact. And that's something that we do particularly well. I heard the word partnership in there. And Robin, you were paid a great compliment just the other day from someone you deal with about how you partner with them. And it sounds like, James, that your company's doing the same type of thing. I just want to mention, I thought it was a great compliment that you were paid. Yeah, you and I both picked up on that because that's exactly what I was thinking. And James, this will resonate with you. And it goes back to that hand-holding and really being there Mm -hmm. and delivering that experience for the client. And I have a client who's a chief people officer and I sat down with her for lunch and I said, you know, can I just ask you, why did you end up working with her? And her answer was so succinct and beautiful and we're going to put it on our website and I'm going to use it in every conversation I can because it just speaks to what we're trying to accomplish and she said you know I used to see brokers as a means to an end kind of like that necessary evil right and then she said until we met you and your team and I realized we could have a true partnership and that was so meaningful to us because that's what we're striving for so now when I'm having conversations with other business leaders and I hear 
We don't ever hear from our broker. You know, we, <laughs> we got to beg for a report. You deserve better. I'm all about, you know, taglines or quotes, right? The title of the podcast, Success Leaves Clues. I'll post a picture. I just posted a picture of a lunch we had this week because I believe if a life is worth living, it's worth recording. So I have all these quotes in my head, but it's really important to me that someone goes where, here's another one, go where you're treated best. And that's everything that we do in our guiding principles. Our final guiding principle is deliver that wow experience. And to hear that feedback back from a chief people officer that says, we see you as a true partnership is so impactful and meaningful and just meant the world for me. So I resonate with what you're saying. I also wanted to jump on something that's been interesting for me and a bit of a learning curve, whether it's dealing with Ed in the US or yourself in the UK, you had talked about a scheme. So I'm learning these different lingo that it's different across the world because if I used, hey, we're going to set up a scheme for you here, they'd think, okay, you're going to rip me off? Is that what you just said? So there's different lingo and I'm beginning to learn that around the world. So it's been a very uh, fun education for me. I totally agree. Coming from an American company as well, there are different acronyms for different means. Certain things mean different things, don't they? Which I also find interesting as well. It's really, really interesting to hear that. And on the back of what you said, Robin, as well, that's something that we've been doing as well. That's what we pride ourselves on. It's, I guess, recommendations of the bloodline of the business. We've received some really positive feedback and that's what drives you, I think. you know, Aside from winning, it's finding a solution for a client or customer, delivering upon that and maintaining that and making a real difference for them because it ends up helping their top line as well or bottom line. So one of the things we have to address is what kind of dog do you have? Yeah. Because the beauty about the podcast, just, you're, talking to dog, yeah, you're talking you're to dog people. You're probably sitting there going, so okay. oh my God, my dog's barking in the back. I did I did think that, actually. I wasn't sure whether you could hear her. Uh, yeah, we've got a cockapoo. It? It's a cockapoo. Oh my goodness. So That's about the beauty about these conversations. They're authentic. They're real. You're talking to dog people. I'm sure there's a lot of dog people on our audience as well. So that's fun. Yeah. What are some of the big challenges or bigger challenges that you face in the business? I don't know if you have any examples, but what are the challenges you see? It's a really good question. A lot of the challenges we're seeing, it's an evolving market. Insurance is not cheap. Medical inflation, for instance, typically runs at a minimum of 10% each year since COVID. It's increasing beyond that. And part of the challenge is maintaining and mitigating costs moving forward. I guess one thing that we've been able to do and we've been able to do successfully is we've set up pooling arrangements or preferred provider arrangements, which are exclusive to our business, where if a certain client fits a certain profile, they go into that so we can mitigate their long-term costs moving forward. Another, I'd say, is probably regulation. So we need to be on top of that as well. Gone are the days, I think, Robin, where you can have a global plan, so to speak, for all eventualities. So you are working with local partners. Again, a reference to Rye Benefits as well. Canada being one where it's highly regulated and working at a, a locally compliant solution for your clients in conjunction with other global arrangements. And keeping on top of that regulation as well can be a challenge because compliance is getting tighter and tighter. We've seen that over the past few years. James, talk a little maybe about what you really enjoy about your role, because you've talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about the partnerships. You've talked about what it is you can bring and how much you enjoy working with the clients. What's the most enjoyable part of your job? Well, aside from the acquisition, you know, winning new clients, I think it's, again, it's finding solutions for them. It's helping them grow, understanding their business. It's helping them navigate 
tricky situations is providing that extension of support and that consultancy part as well. You get a real buzz from it, definitely. I mean, an example would be fairly recently, we acquired a new client. Not every client is au fait with the world of international or even domestic benefits. And opening their eyes and helping them explore different options to them helped us retain what they already had, but improve on what they already had and reduce overall costs. And the buzz that you get from that, and they're so pleased afterwards, it's quite captivating, I think. And you certainly get a good sense of feeling on from that. And that's one of the things I said that drives me in this role. So James, we talked a lot about business today, which is great. Yeah, we did. And that's part of what I want the audience, because our audience is a lot of our business clients and people that have needs that hopefully we can solve. So that's great. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to talk about business, but just you know, to get to know you a little more, what do you do in your off time? What's your interests? I'm very keen on football, or as you may call it, soccer, cricket as well. I'm into all sports. I spend a lot of time, I've got identical twin daughters, so I like spending a lot of time with them as well. I enjoy vacations. I've traveled in the past as well. So I spent time in Australia and Southeast Asia, in Europe too. And yeah, that's primarily what I would say I enjoy. Obviously, walking the dog as well, as you heard earlier. So that's one of my pastimes as well. How old are your girls? They're eight. They're eight? Yes. Yeah. I have twins as well, boy and a girl, along with an older one. So three in total, but twins are, I can, I don't even want to say feel your pain. Actually, you know, a lot of people go, oh my God, twins, that must have been awful, right? Trying to be with two. That wasn't true at all, quite honestly. You just did everything twice, but it was actually great. We found the same, actually. I think once they were synchronized when they were babies, then yeah, we were good to go. It was absolutely fine. And we only have two, so we didn't have anything to compare it to, so in a way, it's probably easier for us because we didn't have one and then have two. It was just two straight away. So um, it's been great. And James, who's your team for football, as you'd say? For my sins, I'm a Manchester United fan. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, you know I, what? I, On I previous podcasts, I've worn my Real Madrid shirt, so I don't know if that would have offended you or not. <laughs> Did you? No, I think it's fair to say. I think Real Madrid is probably the pinnacle of football, certainly at club football anyway. I think every player would want to go and join them. So yeah, you can't question that, Robin, or criticize that, I don't think. For me, it was just a great souvenir, but I'll wear it out here and someone will strike up a conversation and I... I have my limited knowledge. I'm like, yeah, great team. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it. it's great. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Don't be wearing that in the Catalan area of Spain. But No, um, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> definitely yeah, not. Yeah, definitely not. And vice versa. Don't ever wear a Barcelona shirt in Madrid. So, no, they're a great team. So, do you guys get to watch a lot of the soccer then, football? Not a heck of a lot, although the popularity has grown in recent years. You know, the Toronto team, there's quite a loyal fan base here in Toronto. So... My wife has been down to a few games because her friend has season tickets, but I have not been. But I've heard it's a great time. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call myself a soccer fan, but Robin's right. It's The popularity is definitely growing, not just in Toronto, but in North America. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, James, we've come to the part of the episode for Al's signature question. So I can't remember if we asked you up front if you wanted to answer it. But you know what? We'll throw it out to you and see what you think. Yeah, we'll throw it out. And if you don't want to answer it, that's fine. That's what editing is for. And if you want to take a shot at it, that's good too. So I take it that you don't know what's coming. Is that true? I have absolutely no idea what's coming. Okay, all right. I have to say, Al, this is a surprise attack. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, we're throwing a curveball. But like I say, if you want to pass, then that's what we have editing for. So here's the question. (laughs) A society grows great when old persons plant trees in whose shade they will never sit. So can you talk about any proverbial trees that you might be planting? 
almost a kind of limerick in a question really isn't it proverbial trees so well we're pretty keen on charity work and that's something that we do so engage health group we do a lot of that it's great because we have a day off a year in order to which we can go and support the local communities so that's something that we've done i guess that could constitute as a proverbial tree what do you usually do to be quite honest, it's almost quite tear-jerking, actually. We support like local charities. We recently have supported a fund for children that are coming to the end of their lives. So it's making sure or kind of that one last bucket list thing that they would like to do. So it's supporting charities that do that. We've supported Mind Health in the past. So mental well-being is obviously very important at the moment. It's quite prevalent in our industry and everywhere. So that's something that we've been supporting too. So we like to put back into the community. So for an off the top of your head answer, that was a great answer. Yeah, good. <laughs> that, that, that was a great answer. And I love that you shared that. And I love that Al asked you to expand on that because I got a little bit of a lump in my throat when you were talking about that. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that there are people like you doing these things. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for sharing your story and your journey. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have questions about yourself or what you're doing at Engage? Absolutely. Contact me through LinkedIn. Absolutely. See our website as well, engagehealthgroup.co.uk. We'd be delighted to speak with you equally as well, Robin, if they contact Araya and you want to pass anyone our way and have a conversation, we'd be delighted to do so. No pressure. It's great to chat and it's something that we like to do. And it's great to meet new people wonderful well that does it for today's episode as you can tell al and i really enjoyed this conversation if you have any questions for al or myself please feel free to give us a call or by joining the conversation on linkedin and always remember success leaves clues